Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WNR Body Transformation Podcast. And today is the 24th episode of the WNR Body Transformation Podcast. I started as a young little naive lamb, which I no longer am. That actually sounded like a bit of a rhyme, you know. So, yeah, that seems pretty cool. But on a sincere note, thank you so much for everybody who's actually listening to this podcast in the first place because it's because of you that I'm here. And you guys let me do my job, let me do what I enjoy efficiently. So, yeah. Anyways, this podcast is going to be less value-oriented and it's going to be more on what makes a body transformation coach, what, what makes a good body transformation coach in the first place. So, I am probably going to be recording, no, I am going to be recording a podcast with regards to that in the first place. Now, on social media and today, Everybody's a personal trainer, yeah? But then, let's say, if you're from this, someone from the general population, most likely, nine times out of ten, you might go to a personal trainer telling them that, hey, I want to lose weight, okay? And then the personal trainer might make you do some sort of nonsense with a band and chain trying to fix your posture, yeah? Yeah, you probably want would like to fix your posture, but that's not your major focus. Your major focus is for you to look good, which happens as a byproduct of you simply dropping body fat and you putting on muscle, okay? So in that case, you need to go go to a body transformation coach. Now, what makes a body transformation coach? The first important thing, thing is results, yeah? If you see a body transformation coach with a lot of results, the person most likely knows their stuff. Yeah, because simply as a byproduct of them producing results, they might be able to communicate with people from the general population about their knowledge and they might be able to get them to do things which they weren't used to doing before. They would be able to get like the average Joe or the average Karen to train hard to hit the gym, even if they would feel anxious of stepping inside the gym. They might get the average Joe and the average Karen to track the calories, their macros, you know, or have some sort of a portion size method, you know, or they might also, and they might get them to check in, they might get them to click their photos, which most of the people are really anxious to do. So they have the convincing and the negotiation and the influential skills of getting people to do things which they don't like to do, but they know that it is good for them in the long run. With regards to their expertise, which is dropping fat, building muscle and transforming people basically. Yeah, that's the first important thing. So. When it comes to any sort of a body transformation coach, you should ask them for their results. If they don't have a suitable portfolio of results, and they would tell you, oh, your posture is this, or you need to do boxing, or you need to do MMA, etc. They're trying to sell you something. They're not really trying to address your problem. Yeah? So the first important thing is results, results, results. The second important, like, and... The second important thing is empathy. Empathy is just simply knowing how a person feels. Now, back in the day, when I first started off as a body transformation coach, I would often struggle with empathy. I would push people way too hard and have them crack on way too earlier and have them leave me, basically. That sucked, yeah? All I wanted to do was provide some sort of value. But then people didn't really appreciate it. That's what I thought. But in reality, I struggled to understand how my clients felt 
because my passion for the process is not really what they experience. What they will probably experience would be anxiety, insecurity, body confidence issues, you know, uh, injuries, binging, having no control over, over their meals, burying themselves, burying their, burying themselves in food and drinks to solve their problems. Do I understand right now? Yes, way more better. Am I a bit more empathetic right now relative to where I was when I first started? 100%. So you also want the coach to be empathetic. But then you don't want the coach to be too empathetic because when it comes to pushing you hard, the coach needs to put a stone on their heart and probably push their clients through a place, like to a place which might be actually extremely painful for them for a limited period of time. You know, so the second concept is empathy. The third concept is being well educated. Yeah. Now, by by no means I expect like a body transformation coach should just focus on education and not focus on empathy. I come from that category basically. I would focus a lot on the technical side of things and less on the communication side of things. Well, now it's a bit more different. I read more books in communication. But then the body transformation coach should know what exactly is happening inside the body, should know exactly what's happening with respect to the program, should know about their training, their, their nutrition, their supplementation, because they need to be able to take their clients to places that's best for them with regards to their knowledge. Now, you guys need to understand what changes a person's body. Training with weights, because that's going to cause muscle weight to come. Now, depending on what phase you are in, whether it's a fat loss phase, you need to know about, you need to be in a calorie deficit, which requires you to know about nutrition, or whether it's a muscle building phase, which requires you to be in a caloric surplus, which requires you to know about nutrition as well. It also, you also need to know about sleep, because if you don't really sleep, you can't recover, and sticking to a diet or stick, going to the gym, progressing in the gym is going to be extremely hard. Knowing a little bit about health as well, like let's say if your client has got blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, or a history of heart issues. Accordingly, knowing when to push the client and when, knowing when to pull back is gonna be a crucial skill as well. And also investing in emotional education as well. I'm not a huge fan of this, but I still reluctantly do this. Yes, sometimes I find it cheesy and I wish, like I wish people would suck it up, but that's how, that's not how 99% of the population is. 99% of the population value their food, their drinks, their social outings, way more than they value their health and their fitness. Yeah. So knowing how to convince people and simply reading on the practical side of negotiation, practical side of communication, etc., is going to be really, really helpful. Also, adapting the plan relative to the person's lifestyle is and preferences is going to be extremely helpful as well. So investing in your education around that. So like, let's say, I work with a lot of Indian clients because I am Indian, okay? I understand the culture. But then, let's say if you get a trainer, a Caucasian trainer, or a trainer from a Caucasian culture, like let's say a British trainer, <coughs> excuse me, or a French trainer, and he is in a place like Dubai, which has a lot of Indians basically, and he gets a lot of clients who are Indians, the trainer might know the best training plan, the best nutrition plan, but if he's not able to adapt the training plan and the nutrition plan as per 
his client's culture and his preferences and forces them to, let's say, gulp down two ounces of, like, ten ounces of beef every day. Damn straight knowing that the Indian fella is a vegetarian and for spiritual and religious reasons doesn't really eat beef, then that plant is going to be absolutely rubbish. Yeah. So how do you adapt it? How do you know about the vegetarian sources of protein? How do you adapt it and make the meals a bit more cultural friendly so that the person doesn't really feel like they're sticking to a typical diet? That's what you need to be really educated about. And education is a never-ending process. Yeah? The books that I was reading four years ago when I first joined a body transformation gym, I every now and then do tend to read those books as well now as well just so that I can brush up my knowledge do I read more research papers right now the answer is yes yeah the fourth thing is the trainer needs to have like the body transformation coach needs to have like world-class standards they actually need to care for their clients yeah now if you're a body transformation coach it's not only gonna work like hey this is the plan do whatever the hell you want no do this do that you know you need to constantly take feedback from your client. You need to constantly reevaluate as to where they are and where they want to be, as to what, what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, and communicate it and relay it to them, either directly or either indirectly, as to what they need to do in order to get to the next step. And if you don't really take your client's results personally, then I'm sorry, but you're not really going to be a successful body transformation coach in the long run. What makes a successful body transformation coach is solely determined by whether he produces results or no, which is solely going to be determined by whether he cares for his clients or no, whether he cares for his clients' results or no. You know? Quite often, in the past, I've actually lost clients because I pushed them for a result way too much, and I ended up losing them because they didn't want me to. They didn't want me to push them, and they were like, "This is not what I want." And I could have lied to them by telling them that, hey, you know what? Um, okay, fine. If you're happy with the progress, let's probably take it nice and slow. But no, like, I care about my client's results. I care about my client's progress. And if my client is talking themselves out as to what they potentially can achieve, it's my duty as a coach to point it out to them like they are absolutely fooling themselves. They're conning themselves, basically. And searching for little reasons to not put in the work, you know? So you really, really got to care for your client, yeah? And this cannot be thought. You can be the most empathetic person. You can be the most educated person. But if you don't really care for your client, if you don't, if you're not ready to respond to their text when, when it even comes to you on a weekend, you know, you're not really ready to respond to them on a day-to-day -day basis, you know? You're not ready to do all of that non-sexy grunt work, the back-end communication with your clients coach them throughout the process and support them outside the gym then that doesn't really make your body transformation coach so you really really need to care for your client back in the day i was not that empathetic i still struggle with empathy every now and then because my personality type is i'm a bit too logical but i would actually care for my clients i would care for the results that they were trying to achieve i would care for their health i would care for their training their nutrition, I would be really, really worried about that. If they would slip off, I would get pissed because I would take my clients' results personally. So if you find a body transformation coach who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, who probably um, 
gives you who probably chews you up every now and then you know for your own benefit you got a bit of a keeper don't let that person go you know stick to what they tell you yeah but if you get a body transformation coach who probably is recording videos off you trying to market stuff off you without helping you get to where you want to be then they're more concerned about themselves basically and the last and the most important no it's not the most important thing well this is the last on the list is they need to look good the last thing you want to see is a trainer who looks out of shape who wants personal training yeah who needs personal training so why, why is this going to be relevant because let's say i have dieted for a photo shoot i'm giving my example i was on 1300 calories doing 20000 steps a day and i was not sleeping because i was doing an extremely stressful job which was transforming people okay on the gym floor for like five years so, and i did get sleep but then i was so deep inside the diet that my body began to fire back up by making me be awake so like i went through that rigorous transformation process and i got in shape for a photo shoot and in that thing i in the, in that process i realized it was not the diet that makes a lot of difference it's not the training that makes a lot of difference it was just me doing the grunt work day in and day out and it was the mindset that makes a lot of a lot of the difference so when i tell my clients listen your mindset's got to be on point i actually mean it why do i mean it because i've actually gone through the process i've i've, I've gone to the place that i want to take them basically if i tell my clients listen i know how it feels to not eat anything and be ridiculed by people around you while you're at a social outing because you're on a diet I know how it feels because I've been through it, you know. Transforming yourself requires you to go through all of these phases, yeah. And it's more of like a never-ending journey. Like let's say when you drop body fat, then you'll go like, now what? Then the next goal should be building muscle. Then when you build muscle, you're going to get a little fat, you're going to get a little chunky. You're probably going to look at yourself in the mirror and think, is this worth it? So it's like, an, it's like a never-ending journey basically, all right. So I've been through all of this. and i still have a coach about me who takes care of my training my nutrition my lifestyle he tells me what needs to be done and i do it why because there are some things that you cannot really learn from books there are some things that you cannot really learn from your job there are some things you learn just by simply doing it you know and i personally have goals of being at 70 kilos at 10 to 12% body fat right now I'm at 75 kilos at like let's say 22% body fat so I got to repeat a couple of cycles of cutting and bulking you know so how do I know all of this that's because I keep on trying to better my physique and in the process I learn a thing or two about myself and as a byproduct of me becoming a better bodybuilder I become a better coach I become and I become a better learner with regards to the process I understand the process on a very intuitive feeling based level because of which i can empathize with my clients so looking good is the last of these things but it is extremely underrated so if you find a coach with all of these five factors as an online body no as a body transformation coach you got to keep a you don't let that person go away yeah most likely that per- person doesn't really need your money they want your money but they genuinely want to help you transform you basically simple as that you know and yeah guys i hope you found value in this podcast and anyways this was like a bit of a short one but 
since summer's around the corner, well, summer's already started in Dubai, it's almost like 47 degrees Celsius on a daily basis. But since summer's around the corner, if you'd like to transform your body, if you'd like to drop fat, if you'd like to build muscle, if you'd like to build new habits and simply educate yourself and maintain your newbound physique after a transformation, send, like, send me a message on the email, like just fill in the form in the link below, basically. Simple as that. And guys, if you like this podcast, please feel free to share it with someone like it, follow me, subscribe, you know the drill, show some support, there's tons of free value, and have a nice day, ciao.